Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Dan. Dan says, hi team, fun fact for the podcast, someone transferred from Yukon Law, which is ranked 71st in the country, into Yale Law this year. Dreams can come true, I suppose. I bet that finds its way into the brochure. Oh, the brochure for Yukon? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe. I, I don't know if, if Yale, they don't, does Yale even need to make a brochure? I don't think they do. <laughs> um, the average transfer into Yale, says Dan, in 2023, had a 1L GPA of 3.97 and mostly attended T14 schools. Hmm. That doesn't sound that impressive, really, until you take a peek behind law school GPAs versus undergrad GPAs. Yeah, because law school GPAs are stiffly curved, right? It's far harder to get full A's in law school than it is to get full A's or A pluses in undergrad. Undergrad, they just hand that shit out right and left. The average GPA, yeah. you know, the people who are doing well, it's like, well, of course I have a 3.9 or 3.95. Hmm. But in law school, to have a 3.97 is you're probably number one in your class. Yeah. Uh, so I would assume that this was definitely the number one person in the class at UConn. They were lapping the field, just crushing it, probably doing lots of other stuff, crushing it besides simply getting good grades in 1L. Yeah, something to show. For their success. Has a connection. UConn's not very far away from uh, New Haven, right? Can't be. <laughs> Doesn't sound far, yeah. Connecticut, same state. I mean, it's got to be like... And, and I could see Yale even wanting to have that kind of connection with UConn. Like get the best of the best. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Well, and the knowledge that like, oh yeah, every once in a while we poach the very best one from this competitor, <laughs> non-competitor <laughs> law school, yeah. ranked 71st in the country. But if you ever have anybody really good, once they've proven themselves, like we'll deny them. But then once they've proven themselves and totally crushed it at UConn, then we'll take them. Yeah. Um, thank you, Dan. Any thoughts? No, uh, except maybe how many people are in a position that could transfer to a higher ranked school, but just don't even try. I have a feeling it seems to be, I mean, I don't know how it was when you were in law school, but I remember people talk, thinking about it, being conscious of transferring. Maybe it's just because yeah. I was an LSAT teacher at the time. And I had students asking me like, well, but you know, why don't you just go to Hastings and then transfer to Berkeley or whatever? Yeah. Um, but I, I did have a pretty distinct feeling at Hastings that like everyone in the room wanted to transfer to Berkeley mm. and every year, like a couple people did, but it was only the top top. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how many people actually apply as transfer students. Yeah, it is. It is definitely narrower. I mean, because most people are like, no, I'm established. I don't want to move in between years, but. There's a big, big difference between graduating with UConn law on your resume and graduating with Yale law on your resume. Wild, right? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Thanks, Dan. That is a fun fact. Glad you shared it. Yeah. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.